0: In my draws, think about you all
1: day. Honey, yeah. missed Cow, none of them yards. I tell a nigga, feel a kind of way. You got my vibe on a whole different kind of way. Yeah. Sunny outside, but without yeah. you,
0: it's just another day. Yeah. I'm yeah. blessed, so I'ma go hard till my last to my last breath. Yeah, I'ma give it all till there's nothing left Leave the cards on the table like I stacked the deck Been sleeping at the studio, I gotta work less I, I gotta let these niggas know that I won't ever rest Until I walk in the bank and just deposit the check Until my bros get their businesses and I can invest They acting like they don't hear me, but I know that they press Sticking to the basics, bars to the paper If they hating on you, turn that shit to motivation They want me to fall, I'ma have to keep them waiting I've been trying to cleanse my soul, I've been in the church praying I'm saying, man Lord forgive me for, my sins. Lord forgive me for hey, my sins. I gotta break a man. I, yeah. I won't make amends. They love you more when you dead than when, when you, you live. So I'm going. Hard, chilling in my drops. Thinking about you all day.
1: Yeah. Honey, Miss Cow, none of them y'all. Damn, a nigga feel a kind of way. Yeah. You got my vibe on a whole different kind of way. Money outside,
0: but without you, it's just another day. Yeah, yeah. I prioritize essence with the lies. what that symbolize. If you talking money, then you know I'm talking dollar signs. She said, I'm that nigga that is make her feel alive. I put on that two change and tell that bitch that it survived. Don't let that negativity control your destiny. You gotta change that shit and be the best you can be. Rearrange things, execute how you need. They wanna follow you, but tell me, can you lead? Too many daughters and sons left dead in the street. A historic beat that could be just settled in peace dig, dig deep, don't believe everything that you read Your individuality will be your greatest feat My time coming, bucket list getting shorter, I love it I'm humbled by the respect they give when I'm in public I see I'm trying to imitate, but I won't discuss it This energy that I'm feeling, I guess they call it buzz. in my drops Think about you, all day
1: got my on a whole different kind of
0: another day. What's going on, everybody? I
2: want to welcome everybody back to the Valley Podcast. My name is Anthony, aka A. Jones, and I am your host today. Uh, I want to start this podcast off uh, by thanking you guys so much. Thanking you guys so, so much. Uh, Because if you haven't checked out the uh, previous episodes, you really should. Should, uh, Because in those episodes, I talk about setting realistic goals. I talk about... Uh, how you can work from the ground up to build your following or whatever it is, or or build your business mindset, and that's exactly what we're doing here. Uh, the last podcast we had here with Brett Curtis and uh, Open Mind here is 900 plus views right now. It's 900 plus views, and about 97 percent of that is organic. They actually rejected my ad post. Uh, in the middle of it running and only spent about $10 in actually promoting the post. So that's all just hard work of uh, showing that if we come together and we start working together, that we can actually make a difference. It's actually no different than the actual stock market, right? That thing that they're doing with GameStop. We're seeing all these people come together and coordinate to make change. To make change. And that's exactly what we're doing is here is we're building a network. We're building a place to where we can grow here. The links to all the stuff that we're going to be talking about today are in the description. They are in the description here for you. So you can check them out. You can go. You can click there. And uh, uh, you can see everything that we're talking about here. Uh, I want to take a second to give a quick shout out again to Brett Curtis, and go ahead and talk about his current release, uh, again, of Cloud Culture Magazine, magazine, which he just released on Patreon, he has a few different subscription levels, really dope magazine, uh, you should definitely get into it, he's definitely, I mean, if, he, if you even hear the name Cloud Culture, like, even to have that IP, the name itself, like, Come on, that's 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 money right there. So I would get into it here. Uh, the link, that link is also in the description if you want to check them out. Uh, before I do introduce our guest here, uh, I want to make sure that they know that they we do support them, and that's what we're here to do—to support businesses and support people growing. So uh, the product that you're looking at here on your screen is Macozy Bottoms. Now, these are reusable and washable, customizable diapers here. Now, if there's any parents out there watching this right now, anyone, any, or anybody that knows somebody with kids, which we all know somebody with kids, right? We all do. We all do. This is a product you're going to want to look at. Uh, I have a baby coming myself. I have a son coming myself in June. This is a product I'm looking at, uh, because obviously we know how kids are, right? They poop and pee everywhere. They go everywhere. They go everywhere. And for you to be able to, to rewash and reuse that diaper, not only saves money, because we know as your kid grows, right, they get big, they get fat, fast. One minute they're a baby, and the next minute they're up walking around and you got to change their diapers constantly. Remove yourself from having the trouble of, of buying and buying diapers and go with macozy bottoms and and use them here let me show you guys uh some of the other uh ones that they have here look at this here it's great work it's quality these are pictures of some of the fabrics that they use that you can select to have for your diapers here and when i bring my guests on here here in a second i will have them talk about it as well let me give you one more awesome stuff guys Really awesome stuff, stuff, and I'm proud to have them here. Uh, I'm proud uh, to be able to have the opportunity to bring people on to this show and, you know, do something with it. You know, we're not just up here just talking trash and so on and so forth. We're actually trying to make change here, and like I tell all my guests uh, before I bring you guys on here, I want you guys to think about something that you can give to the people here that are watching this show that they can take home. And they can use to make themselves better, make their lives better, whatever it is, it can be business, it can be life, it can be fun, whatever that you think it think it is here. So I want to start with you, Demonte, and I want to have you introduce yourself right now on camera. Let's go. Hey, how y'all doing? My
1: name is Demonte McCormick. Uh, I'm the CEO of uh, OTC Prints uh, here in Arizona. I do custom T-shirts and designs. Um, I also am the CEO of uh, Makozi Bottoms. I have my assistant right here. She's my twelve-year-old uh, daughter. She really do help me with everything around the house. Uh, she help me with everything, not just around the house, but bi- on the business aspect uh, of Makozi Bottoms. We just launched, um, like, what three days ago? We launched three days ago. Wow, um,
2: it's that soon, huh? Yeah. So
1: it was just something that we was talking about. You know, it was just something that me and my wife were sitting around. We was talking about. You know, she has. We just had just had our fourth child, uh, Noel Riley. And then, um, so basically, uh, what ended up happening, uh, was, I basically was doing electrician work, you know, um, living in Arizona, it's hot, you know, get up to like 114 degrees outside. And, um, you know, I, I basically started as a gopher. So anybody in the, in the construction world probably can relate to what I'm saying. You know, it was more or less like, Hey, go do this. Hey, go pick this up. Hey, can you identify, you know, uh, different, um, Uh, types of pipe can you identify different types of boats type of types of screws you know and um being oh my bad sorry about that and being a gopher and like basically um having somebody tell you to do something uh being a man it's more or less like you feel like you know you're being used you know right Um, you feel like you don't have a voice in uh the choices and decisions that uh, need to be made as far as work so basically um You know, I had somebody put me to the side they was like, you know, it looked like you're getting a little frustrated. Um, I I feel like in life, you know, you should be able to take, um, you know, different things that's uh, brought to your attention and be able to, um, you know, maximize those things into something positive uh, with a solution. So, you know, first uh, I had to be able to work my own program, you know what I'm saying, within that type of environment and be able to um, have authority. You know right. what I'm saying? Over, stepping into my authority over uh, things that I can change, you know, things that I couldn't change. Right. Um, I had to just, you know, roll with the punches. Um, you're in a lot of different situations um, as far as things that you can change. Like, you can change being on time for work, you know what I mean? Right. Um, of course. You know, that's one thing that you, um, that that's real, you know, that's real structural uh, as far as being on time. In the electrician world, you know, if I'm late 10 minutes and somebody else late 10 minutes, that's 20 minutes that we could have been putting up, you know, mm-hmm. some lights. You know, and um, you know, trick it all trickles down to authority, you know what I mean? So you right. got an you got an owner, you know, he has a contract with the state, you know what I mean, and uh, you know, you have like me and you, we we want we want like our house built, you know? And um there's a certain type of um time frame that that needs to be done. You know, uh when they sit down and they talk about the, the, the business plan aspect of it, uh, how much money is gonna be putting out up front, right. the grant or the loan that was given out to be at a break ground. You know um different stuff like that and a lot of people don't understand like everything trickles down all the way to the person that's the gopher which is me you know what i mean um it's a time schedule for everything um you know and dealing with those situations it it basically toughened me up behind the scenes of having integrity you know i was always one of the uh, i was always one of the people that tried to please everybody you know, I was always one of those people that wanted everybody to be my friend, and you know, I wanted to be the cool guy that was around. But when it comes to business, it's a different between it's a difference between having friends and then having a business. You know what I mean? Right. Um. If you giving everybody everything for free, then your business won't you know it won't it won't it won't it won't, it won't go up. It won't levitate. It'll just uh either constantly stay where it needs to be, right? Or you know you will end up um, having different things that come up, uh, different situations that come up where you have to you know you get back charts. You know, like, like, say, for example, with situations where, you know, we go to put in some electrical lights and then all of a sudden, you know, some drywall might get damaged. You right. You know, we got to write that down and, and be honest uh, about the drywall being damaged. And, you know, the company would have to send their um, superintendent out to check it out. And then you got a field manager that comes out to make sure that all the uh, people that's working uh, the particular job has the proper PPE Um in that nature you know
2: so what i want to get at is you do a lot right you do a lot of things and before we get deeper into you here i want to uh uh talk to your daughter here right i mean it's not often that you know kids get into business you know my son he's six and he's building with legos and you know playing with hot wheels and whatnot obviously Uh, You're a little older than that. So what about business makes you kind of want to do this? Is this something that you want to do? And this is a safe space. You can be completely honest.
3: Well, I just feel kind of like comfortable with working with family. And it's like something different with working with like someone else Like, when you're in school, you're having a group. And not all the time, like, you get to hang out with your friends. Right. Like, if you have, like, a really big assignment that you're working on, you don't always get to hang out, like, with your friends. And that, like, you don't usually get the group. But when, like, I'm with family, it's different. Like, that's, it's, like, the same thing, like, when you're working. Like, when you're working, you don't want to work with someone that's not going to be very cooperative. But when you are, it's, like, very easy. And you can just feel like you can do whatever you want. It's basically, like...
2: I think that business. that's really awesome, you know. And I mean, just from uh, being a dad myself, you know, I I would like my my son to do something like that. But you know, the fact that uh, you take that initiative is is awesome, you know. And it's something that's going to make you wise beyond your your years, you know. And I can imagine that being a kid, you know, it's got to be tough, you know, because you I mean at one end you like. You're doing a bunch of crazy stuff. You're being a kid. And then on the other end, you're like, I got to be organized. You know, I got to take care of this. I got to do that. Like, how do you balance that, like, at such a young age?
3: Well, I think about the things that I can and can't do at the time. Like, if I have to clean my room and work on, like, helping my dad clean up the house, that's my priority at that moment, but when I am doing something else, like when it's schoolwork or if it's like helping my parents with the kids, right. it's like where I focus on what my parents want me to do first. And then as I keep going and getting it finished, uh, it just makes it easier because I'm doing the things that are harder and right. I'm ending out with the things that are easier because, like, mopping the floor is not that hard.
2: That's true. That's not that hard. But but for a kid, you know what I mean? Like for a kid, it's like, uh, I don't want to do this. You know, are you the oldest? Yeah. Okay. So that makes sense. And uh, uh, Devante, I want to talk to you about, I mean, being a father myself and being it's I mean, I want to keep saying it. It's an honor to be able to to do something like this because, I mean, my son's not there yet at that age to have those kind of things. As a dad, you know, what what can you tell people about introducing your kids into stuff like this that might be a little more complicated or might push them to have more responsibility at a younger age? It's not a necessity, but do you think it's been a good thing and why?
1: So, for me, it was more or less like, you know, I only can pretty much give you my experience uh, with Anaya. So, like, um, when I met Anaya, you know what I mean? I met Nicole, so it was a full package. You know, Anaya was four years old. She had just turned five at at that time. You know, so I figure, um, you know, uh, for a lot of dads out there who, you know, want to date a particular uh, young lady out there and want to start – um, not only just courting with that person, but really want to make it serious and not really holding that person hostage. And what I mean by that is, you know, when you start dating a person, you know, you just date and getting to know the people, I mean, the, per- the particular person not getting to know the people. That sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I, you we get, we know, get it, though. We you got you. To, you're getting to know the person, right? And so um, things start getting serious where, you know, either you start talking about moving in or you just have that that dating um, that's just the main focus. Um, you know, you got your bills separate From her bills. And then when kids are involved, to answer your question, when kids are involved, um, it becomes an issue where, you know, um, the kid can become a victim or the kid can um, love you. Um, I I figure, and what I mean by victim is like, you know, uh, they watch everything you do. You know what I mean? That's true. They they, they imitate a lot of things that you do. And I figure, you know, at that time in my life, um, I was I was sober, you know what I mean. I was going to church. Right. Uh, I was the man that I needed to be at that moment, just like Anaya said. And um, I felt like she was watching everything I was doing. She seen the good, the bad, the ugly in between. But I figure um, having an understanding with her, you know, as a person. Uh, a young person having understanding of her and really getting to know who she is, um, and being intentional in her life, like want to want to take the time out to be able to figure out what she like, what her favorite colors is. You know, it's almost like dating a kid. You know what I mean? That's not your not not your biology. Uh, you know, the the one that actually came from you. You know, you have um, to
2: make a connection, right? Correct. You have to make a connection. So, so that being said, so that means that he's not your biological father, right? right. How long how long have you guys been in each other's lives?
3: Well, it was like like he said I was at like the age of 4 and so
2: a while. It's been a lo- it's been it's been a long long time.
1: So about 8 years. Yeah, and so I feel like we built a relationship and an understanding of love. You know what I mean? I feel like we built a relationship and an understanding of trust and I feel like, you know, um you, you know, I, I I was hard on her at first, you know. Um, I st- I'm still hard on her to a certain extent. Um today um, and I always felt like, you know, I don't want to lack something that can be replaced within something else besides my love. You know what I mean? So, like, I I, I let Anaya know, like, hey, it's okay to be upset. It's okay to be mad. It's okay to cry. But right. what are you going to do with that energy? You know what I'm saying? What are you going to do with that, that particular feeling that you feel? So you want the kid to feel right. that feeling, but what are you going to do with that? So I teach her to look, listen, and learn. You know, I teach her um, to go off and be able to take care of, what she needed to take care of. I mean, I'm just going to use the analogy like this. You know, when you're on the plane and, you know, you take the oxygen mask, you put it on your face first, and then you take right. care of the kid, right? So I teach her that analogy, right? And uh, for the most part, um, her having responsibilities, um, like, Lanaya got her own clothing line. You know what I mean? She got right. her own clothing line. Wow. It's called, it's called a smart, smart Cookie. cookie. Um, wow. She can tell you a little bit about it. Uh, she designed all our diapers. She designed all our clothes. Wow. Um, it's called Anaya Kaylee Designs. That's design. amazing. Yeah, it's That's called really Anaya amazing. Kaylee Designs. And, um, you know, it's not that we're looking for a handout, right? So we got so many avenues of, uh, sh- you know, multiple streams of income. Right. But I-, I figure if everything as far as the foundation and the love and the compassion is not within the home, everything crashes, you know? So, you know, with this COVID thing, and not just to bring COVID into this situation, but with the COVID thing. No, you know, it's, it's life. It's, it, it's real life. Everything now, that so. happened, a lot of people don't really know, but, like, you know, we we all caught COVID. You know what I mean? Me, my wife, wow. my kids. tough. Uh, her grandma didn't catch it, but we all caught it, you know what I mean? Bless. And yeah, and, man, it, it's truly a blessing because I remember going to bed, man, I couldn't taste, smell, nothing for like a month, like wow. a month and a half. I couldn't taste, smell, nothing, you know? And for some reason, we didn't tell everybody, not to change the subject, but we didn't tell everybody because it seemed like when you tell people, everybody think you got the cooties, you know? Uh, <laughs> it, is
2: a, it is something that right now is like, oh, no, oh, no. But, I mean, you get through it and – you mean you move on right and you just stay stay safe but that's what i tell my wife i'm like i mean i haven't had it yet neither has my wife or whatnot but it's more of a thing like you just want to avoid getting it but i mean everybody's going to have it at some point in time right uh right so but uh even i'll even piggyback on that i mean for me the way i see it is is with my son and having another kid coming Correct. You know, and she's the oldest, you know, and I mean, I can relate to Anaya because I have a stepdad myself. Right. So I know what it's like to have somebody come into your life and, you know, feel fulfill that responsibility, you know. And my best friend, Rob, he's also a step stepfather as well. So I can relate relate to that part. The the real thing that I like is that. You're teaching your kids how to be individuals, right? Yeah. And uh, the hard thing about being parents these days is like, the uh, the internet really gives kids a way to connect to things and become followers per se per right. se, right? So you as a parent, especially TikTok, especially especially TikTok, anything that's that's high flying, flashy, or whatever or whatever and going fast, you know, the kids want to see that. So you have to really take the time and the effort to teach those kids that they need to shoulder responsibility, that they can't just be on the Internet all day. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And obviously, not everybody's going to take it to the lengths of, uh, hey, having your own business or this and that. But right. you did. And the, here's the thing. I mean, everybody out here is trying to have their own business, right? Correct. Everybody out here is trying to own something. You're starting a foundation. With your family, and you're, and you're growing, you know? So right. that's what I really lo- love here. And the next thing I want to talk about here, and the viewers, right now, they're seeing uh, the preview I made with you with the three pictures here, with your t-shirts, this, uh, right, right, this right. book cover you showed me, and your construction work right, here. Right. Tell me about this uh this this excerpt in here in this book about you here what's this about? I know you said that you got sober and whatnot Let's talk about that struggle
1: okay, so for me, you know it was more or less like um you know I felt like it was a generational curse um really yeah I felt like I felt like my whole life I was walking as a third party, you know what I mean like I felt like I was walking through my life and I was standing next to myself. It sounds crazy
2: no I mean I felt can, like I was
1: standing next to myself. That. And I was looking at myself, I was walking through, you know, battling with, you know, substance abuse and battling with, you know, just having my way and feeling like I was unpredictable. I mean, not unpredictable, feeling like I was um, uh, invisible, feeling like I was invisible. Uh, Meaning that, like, I can have my way, get away with whatever I wanted to get away with, you know, um, be able to, you know. uh, You could do whatever. Yeah, just do whatever. Without consequence, right? Without consequence until consequences hit, right? So, like. Everybody want to be the man until you in handcuffs. You know, everybody wanted to be the man until, you know, you start losing out on family and, you know, you're, not, you're not in true. your right mind. And, you know, it, it got to a point to where, you know, I'm just going to say this and then I'll talk about the, uh, the addiction part. You know, I was walking down the street one day and um, you see a lot of people in Arizona walking down the street. And it got to a point to where, like, I got tired of living a false life. You know, it's like being a false prophet. You know, I got tired of living that lifestyle. And uh, it wasn't. And most people call it hitting rock bottom, but for me, it was more or less one of those things. Like, you know, uh, I was wake. I was walking down the street, and until I came to a realization. You know what I mean? Nobody else couldn't make me stop. You feel me? But the realization was this: I seen people in their cars ride by me. I'm up for two days just walking. Damn. They ride by me, and I'm like, man, it's six o'clock in the morning, and I have no destination. Right? I have nowhere to be. I have nowhere to go. Um, I ain't punching no clock. I ain't doing nothing. Mom don't want nothing to do with me. Dad don't want nothing to do with me right. Because, look, this is what happens. They work so hard, you know, to have the little stuff that they do have, and then here I am just freeloading, you know, not 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 caring. And, and I think it hurt them more to see me messed up, you know what I'm saying? So that's the reason why they didn't, you know, want me around. You know, it's like, right. you know, you just need to get away from me because it hurt them, you know? How did you get
2: that? When was it that you really decided that, you needed to make a change, and what did you do to make that change in order to? How do we get to you this excerpt in the book? It's like what? How, tell me the story about
1: that. So I was, you know, it's just crisis line where you can call community bridges. You know, what I mean, I call community bridges already twenty one different times. Been to seven di- uh, seven detox centers and five psych wards. Mm-hmm. Wow. They asked me to be in the magazine. I was in the magazine. Um, you know, and, and I was pretty much a trash can addict, meaning that I was willing to do whatever, go to any lengths to, you know, uh, put anything in my body that I could so I wouldn't have to deal with reality, right? Wow. And um, so at that particular time, the the turning point was this. Uh, I was sitting down on the toilet, excuse my French, I can barely wipe my own butt, you know what I'm saying? And uh, Community Bridges had picked me up, I went to uh, Community Bridges, and I was, I, my head was down, and I had just got done using the bathroom, and I went to wipe... Wipe my butt, but I couldn't get my arm around to even wipe my butt. People are probably laughing, but it's the truth. You know what I mean? I was my body was hurting so bad right. that I couldn't even function to wipe my own butt. And I looked up, and I was just like. I, this isn't I, I, it. This, yeah, this isn't, isn't it. it. For... I looked up, but I wasn't physically looking up. I was looking down because I barely can look up. You feel me? Wow. And I was just like, it felt like my body had rose up and was like, Lord, if you just take me out of this one, they call that a foxhole prayer, right? Wow. Like, Lord, if you just take me out of this one, I'll do whatever it takes in order <laughs> to, yeah, you know not be back in this situation. Right. Later, you know? And um, a lot of people take that for granted, you know, but at that moment, it was a realization for me because I was really serious. You know what I'm saying? I was really ready, like, this is it, you know? So when I got up off that toilet and I laid in that bed, man, I was hurting. I was like, whatever, whatever. It's just my The next step was just whatever it takes, whatever it takes. The next right thing, you know, like my daughter said, just at that moment, at that moment, at that moment. You know what I'm saying? At that moment. You know, I'm almost in tears talking about this because it's like, you know, you know, I, I was in and out of stalls. You know what I mean? I was probably one of the reasons why, you know, you go into certain public bathrooms, you know, people don't, you got to buy something in order, you know what I'm saying, to use the bathroom. Right. Uh, because, you know, I was, you know, doing stuff in the bathroom that I shouldn't, and I used to see little sayings on the wall, you know what I'm saying, in the stalls. That's how crazy. Damn. but I remember it in my head, I used to see little sayings on the wall that was written in Sharpie or marker or carved on the wall, you know what I'm saying? Right. And I remember that, and I said, dang, man, I'm either going to be in the grave Dead, locked up, or in jail for the rest of my life. Right. You know, that was the path that I was living. But I mean, that's the lifestyle that I was living. But I can't necessarily say my past and what I've been through caused me to be where I was. It was my choice and the decision that caused me to be where I was. And right. me, what I mean by that is my mom and dad grew up, you know what I'm saying, in, in the same household, married 27 years, had three brothers, you know, right. no sisters. You know, from, I was born in Akron, Ohio, raised in Michigan. Um, you know, um, I went to college on a full Baseball Scholarship in 2009, um, got down there three months. You know, still don't want to listen and thinking I'm invisible. And I got kicked out of school November 13, 2009. You know what I'm saying? Went back home for Christmas and Thanksgiving. January 10, 2010, went back on another 4 year scholarship. And that's when I went to school for electric work. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then I stayed all the way to uh, 2010, but in May. And then I got strung out real bad on cocaine. You know what I mean? And, wow. Um,
2: so it's been it's been a a long road for you. So this yeah. is, how old are you? I'm 29, man. You're 29. Yeah. So the way I'd like to see it is, is because what a lot of people don't know about me is, is that I was in the Navy, right? Yeah. So uh, I was in the Navy, and that I went straight after high, out out of high school, you know. And yeah. so when I explain to people what I'm doing here now, this is like my second half of my life, right? Right. You know, you have your first half, obviously, when you're a kid. And you're you're young, you're influenceable, and you make mistakes and whatnot. But I mean, what a lot of people don't do is uh, understand about me is that the reason why I do a lot of the stuff as I do is because I just really want to do it. You know, right. I just really want to do it, and I really want to be successful in the second half of my life. You know, Correct. so you going through those obstacles, and we have different obstacles. For me, it was the Navy. For me, it was overcoming. A lot of the personal faults that I had with myself and looking deeper into myself and being more self-aware right. that was able to get me through, you know, your struggles a lot. I was de- I would definitely say it's a lot harder than mine, but uh, what I'm trying to do is relate to your situation and say that, you know, even though right. that is your past, even though whatever it is you had to do, we, we obviously see that... That doesn't define you, right? I mean... Correct.
1: But I feel like, you know, I feel like sometimes people judge me on my past, even though I'm not living that lifestyle no more, even though I'm not in those situations no more. And they will. You know, and I feel like, you know, um, I have to be able to have more self-control as an adult, you know, not to worry about what people think. You know, you only can take so much at certain points of time in your life, you know, and I feel like, you know, they, they waiting for you just to failed at one time so they'd be like "Yep, I told you so he wasn't gonna last that long but I had it made up in my mind I had it made up in my soul I had it made up in in my heart that you know I'm saying there's the five things that I wasn't gonna do you know what I mean and I said you know I ain't never really had respect for myself I ain't never really had boundaries for myself right you know I'm saying I wanted to learn out learn who I truly was as a person as an individual and like you said the second part of my life I was like it ain't that I'm going to live my best life. You know, that's why I'm living my best life. (laughs) It wasn't that. It was just more or less like one of those things where, you know, I just wanted to um, be able to right the wrongs of some of the stuff that I lost in my life that I wanted to get back. You know, and I felt like, you know, um, in order to do that, I had to sacrifice drugs and alcohol. You know what I mean? I had to sacrifice the lifestyle. And um, even sacrificing the lifestyle sober, you feel what I'm saying? So, like, even being sober, there's certain things that you got to sacrifice, you gotta sacrifice judging people. You know, you gotta sacrifice thinking that you're better than people. You gotta sacrifice thinking that, you know, that you can get away with certain stuff that you can't get away with. So the five things that I wrote down was one, people gonna laugh when I say this, but it's true. You know, you have these type of thoughts, but you gotta be able to check those thoughts. When you go to Walmart, you know, people go to the self-serve checkout. For sure. They scan one thing, still one thing. Scan one thing, still one thing, scan two things, still one
0: people, thing. Damn, people people do that still?
1: I, I'm just I'm telling them like it is. <laughs> <laughs> I told myself when I got sober, I wouldn't do that. You know what I mean? That was one thing I told myself that so I was stealing. 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 Stealing, you know okay. Mean? I, I feel like it was a struggle. Sure. I feel like, you know, uh, taking Makes things, sense. Uh, you'll get hurt doing that, you know. And uh, a lot of people, you know, they work hard for their stuff. And just to know that you just robbed them or stole from them or being sneaky around them, you know, people don't like that type of stuff. So, I said, you know what? I don't want to be that type of person, so I got to get that under control. So, that was, that was God literally. Re- and I'm a strong believer in Jesus Christ, so, you know, I feel like, you know, I don't, I don't push that on everybody, but I just feel like, you know, your spiritual maintenance, uh, you know, whatever it is that that, that that it is that 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 is for you, whether it's right, you know, the the stars, Buddha, whatever it is, you know, um you can't take I can't take what I have and push it onto people. You know what I mean? I gotta love them where they at. You know what I mean? Just right. like my dad and my mom loved me where I was, you know? Um that's where my clothing line came in, misunderstood. And it's fun. wait,
2: before you do that, yeah. what's number two? <laughs> okay. So what's number, number two, two.
1: So number two was um I wouldn't get no more tattoos.
2: No yeah. more tattoos. Yeah. Okay, why is that?
1: I feel like, you know, pride and ego, it was the number one, number one reason why I was out there doing drugs. I was too really? prideful. Yeah, I man, I was just too for prideful to ask for help. I was too pride, you know, I was... I was one of them people, man, like when I play sports and stuff, I I played for Jason Richardson's AU basketball team it was the roadrunners. He sponsored us, you know what I mean? Growing up and he played for Steve Nash. He was the one who had a baby by Steve Nash. I mean he played for uh the Phoenix Suns. Oh no, yeah, you, know we don't by have by to go through it. I uh, think anybody this is the Valley podcast. If you if you live in
2: Arizona you know the Jason Richardson, Steve Nash, yada yada. We don't even have to go in, right, into good. it. But I feel but I feel you. So you're say, so you're saying like you you would play sports, you know, so yeah, basically yeah. I played baseball, football, basketball, right. ran
1: track, uh play P V football all the way until I turned eight years old. Uh I did that and then um I felt like you know, I just felt like um, you know, I didn't want people to like, you know, know that I was living that lifestyle. Even though they knew, you know what I'm saying? Uh I used to be like 205. I was only like a buck 45. So they knew that I was, you know, I was doing drugs, you know? Um, so that was the number two thing, the prideful and egotistic thing. Like getting tattoos, it was more or less like, oh, look at me. You know what I mean? So you think uh, ta- uh, tattoos for you, as far as your mm-hmm. situation is, yeah. like, hey,
2: I got these because I was trying to show out or yeah. so on and so forth. So I'm going to
1: cut this out. Yeah, okay. going to cut it out. Yeah. So How I about didn- number three? What's number three? Number three for me was. Um, uh cheating like lying telling white lies cheating yeah okay telling white lies like just little white lies like oh how much you spent for that oh i spent twenty dollars but really it was five you know just telling white lies you know and then number four for me was to uh work a job and then keep that job for a year at least keep that job for a year like um being on time right um making sure that i was held accountable for my actions you know what i mean and then um being real stuff it. yeah bro grown, got, stuff, right? bro grown up stuff right grown up stuff responsibility <laughs> right so stuff real that I can do stuff. you know what I'm saying like I, I went through um, you know like 21 different jobs man I, I'm not that's, that's no. you can ask my wife you know I've been with my wife six years I'd have been to 21 different jobs six years you know just little petty little stuff like white laws being late you know what I'm saying just different stuff that I had to work on you know and then um, number five was uh, I was I was I wasn't gonna have no bank account or ATM card. You know what I mean? Like, really? So you keep all you have all you don't carry any debit card. No. So, so it was the first three years. So like okay, me and my wife, okay we, we didn't you. sign a contract, but it was more or less like okay for the first three years. You know, you are gonna have to financially. You gotta show me that you know. what I'm saying you ain't about to go buy dope with this money. You know.
2: Okay, so you're saying that the program that you were on afterwards, they give you like a plan, like a plan for success. Correct. And then you say, "Hey, hey, uh, I'm gonna meet this, and I'm gonna do these things because they're better for me, and I should, I should do, I should want to do them, right? Correct. Right? Right? Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense.
1: Yeah, because everything that I. Everything that I did and everything that every all the choices that I made um, in my adult years was just not like not the best choices, you know what I mean? And I feel so, you. even when I got my responsibility back after I graduated the program, you know, the Salvation Army uh, program, where I went to church, this this is how definitely how I got sober. So, I went to the Salvation Army program 2015, November 13, 2015. I went to an AA meeting for the first 90 days, for the first 90 days, every day, seven days a week for the first 90 days, every day. Let
2: me interrupt you really quick. Did you, uh, did you ever relapse? You Did you ever, did you ever nope. relapse? I've been sober since 11, 13, 2015. Wow. Yep. That's very impressive. That's very, so you, you, that really was that moment for you. You really went and you never looked back. Never. Looked you never back, looked man. back. You said, Hey, I'm going to change my life for the better. And I'm not, not going to go back on this ever again.
1: Yup. And then it wasn't just the A, meetings. the first 90 days. You know what I'm saying? I had to go to anger management for two years. Um, 26 sessions in Mesa and Pay. Uh that was all on my own choice. I had to learn how to stop smoking cigarettes and tobacco because that's the number one way of relapsing, energy drinks and tobacco.
2: Energy and, drinks, really?
1: Yeah, uh Red Bulls. Wow. Yeah. And really? so uh I got off of Crazy. the I got off the Red Bulls and then um 2 years after I was sober, I quit the tobacco, just tobacco free. So I've been tobacco free for 3 years. And then um I end up going to church every Monday, Wednesday, uh, every Monday, Wednesday, and Sunday um, for the first 90 days. And then I end up going to Bible study on Tuesdays and celebrate recovery where I went to church service twice on Fridays at the Citadel down uh, downtown Phoenix. I went there like every day. And then um, I end up going to chair a meeting, you know, called You Can Too. And then um, I did that for the first two years I got out. And then, um, that's what, and then I just stopped going to meetings cause I quit smoking the cigarettes and that's right. all they do at the meetings is smoke the cigarettes. So I just quit doing that.
2: So here's what I'm seeing here. You know, when I'm looking at it, it seems like if you are somebody that's down on your luck, you know, I mean, for me, when it comes to people that are homeless or whatnot, I have a, I have a weird, weird sore spot for, for them, you know, cause it's like, sometimes I feel bad for them. Right. And then sometimes uh let me well i'll tell it like this i'm an uber driver uber and lyft driver right now i kind of only do deliveries but i used to pick up a lot of people and take them to the uh i don't know the medical centers to where they go i think if they're addicts you take them to a certain center they get a shot or something like that 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 help that that helps them with their addiction and whatnot and i asked to just i just asked a guy one day i was like you know what do you think about homeless people, you know? Right. He said, I was homeless at one point in time. He's like, you know, like, yeah, sometimes you get down and sometimes it's hard to get up. He's like, but at some point it's your choice. You know, he said right. He said at some point hey, you're choosing to stay out, out there. He's like, if you really want to make a change in your life, if you want to live, if you want, so on and so forth, right. you're like, you're going to do whatever it takes Correct. to get your life better. And that's what I'm seeing with your situation here is that, you know, it sounds like it takes a lot of work to get back on track, on track in your life, but they do that because if you can make it through these hurdles, right, you now have the will and the drive and the desire to make it through those other hurdles as well. And right going into that, let's talk about your book, right? Cause you're a man of many feats. you do a lot of things right now. I have, your the back of your book pulled up here for our viewers, and a quote that you had me pull up here. I think it might be backwards because I flipped the picture. Sorry about that, guys. You're but good. do you have it? Can you read it for us? Yeah, yeah, maybe.
1: Uh, it's let me see. I'm about to read it to you right now. Yeah, small minds can't comprehend big spirits. To be great, you have to be willing to be mocked, hated, and misunderstood, but stay strong. By Demonte McCormick.
2: Dope, and that's from your book, and you wrote that, right? Yeah so, yeah. so I mean, I mean, just hearing your life story, it sounds like you know you were down, and then you got really inspired, and you just started doing stuff. You're like, you know, like I want to do this, I'm gonna do it. I want to do this, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I do, do it. You know, and I think that I love that because it shows that you know I think at one point in time you may have been maybe. Like you said, thinking like, I'm never, I'm not going to live through this, you know? Right. So now you're taking it upon yourself to live your best life,
1: to live your most fulfilled life. Right. Uh, Where can people find this book? So right now I'm in the process of writing the book. Okay. Uh, I'm probably reading a little bit of it if I can. Like right now, that'd be dope.
0: Yeah, let's do it.
1: um, Bring it out. I haven't, I haven't uh, published it or nothing, but it's called Misunderstood. Look at this life that we live trying to live check to check, just to hit the local Starbucks once a week. Uh, The come up is real. Where do I start? Um, I start by telling you about my life as a kid, hope for forgiveness for my sins, like this wasn't supposed to happen. I think I'll tell you about my life today. If I tell you, will you judge me like the rest? My old life has gone, and today I'm a new man. I feel like crying while I'm writing this book. Why? I don't know. This is just the way I feel Words can't express the way I allow my mind to wonder when I'm in my feelings while hiding behind a blessing, what a life learning lesson this is. This is not a poem. This is not to try to solve my misery. This is not a mystery. This is my life. The one only life the one and only life the one and only life, the one life that I get to live. A picture painted of fine, beautiful art with a long nose on a short stick. How dare you? How could I imagine all the things I put my parents through and all the, t- all the things I put my principal through? 21 rehabs, getting sober off of a substance. I care not to glorify about seven detox centers, trying to find hope, but right back on Suboxone and Subutex and methadone to cope with the pain, restless legs, headaches, sores on my feet, my back hurt, my Tom. arms hurt, grinding my teeth, biting my tongue. What do I do? How do I do it? How can I imagine that things weren't going downhill, even though they were? What about her? What about him? The image of the pure heart. What about a engraved picture of a picture in the stall? Stop. So basically, I'm just explaining to like a lot of people, like you know, like what about what about him? What about her? A lot of people think you know when they're doing drugs, they don't affect nobody. You know. And like, oh, I'm yeah. doing this to me, so you know, I'm not affecting them, you know.
2: Right. I if I want to put this in my body, whatever, it's my choice, yeah, you yeah. know. You're not me, like it, it doesn't matter. But really, it does affect
1: everyone around you. Yeah, it does. And then I want to touch a little base on the, uh, l- a little bit about you know, um, you know, when I was homeless and stuff, and you know, and I understand exactly what you're saying about it being a choice. A lot of people think like it's not a choice. I felt like, well, I'm already out here, so I'm also just stay out here, you know. Right. And most of the time, um, you know. 90% of the people who are out there, they are um, using everybody else who work and beg for money and change and stuff to produce, you know, so they won't be dope sick. They call it being dope sick, you know. And um, basically, uh, when I was out there, I didn't think that i ever get to that point, you know what I mean, to be able to, or, you know, some people be like, oh, well, you know. Um, you know, I didn't ever get to that point where I had to pay and extra ask for money. I didn't ever get to a point to where I had to, you know, so, so let's take my body. But why,
2: away. you know, why are you bragging about that? You know what I mean? First of all, like okay, that's fine, right? But why are you like, oh yeah, I never got to the point. Like, right. that's not a something to be proud of or mm-hmm. a milestone or or something that you should be like, well, oh, oh shit, oh shit, I never got to that point. Got right. to that point, you know? Like, like I don't care, dude. Like I'm trying to make my life better. Correct. Right.
1: And the whole solution behind it is like, dude, just you know, figure out when you want to stop and then just don't look back. You know what I mean? So, like, for me, like, I just never look back, you know what I mean? I look at the times where, like, I mean, I look at the times now where I see people out there, and I'm like, I don't ever want to be like that again, you know? Right. And it's not me judging them. It's just, like, you know, it's just me, like, oh, you know. I, I remember I remember it sucked. Like, just, you know, it sucked. Like, right. it wasn't cool, you know?
2: I don't know if you've ever met uh, Jordan from the Hippie Life podcast or not. or you, if Do you know of Hippie Life? Have you heard Yeah, I heard, heard of them. Of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, you know, when we started... Hippie life, you know, and it's still something that is recurring for them. His whole thing was uh, pretty much kind of the same thing, getting off drugs, you know, getting sober, you know, and it seems that a lot of people use building businesses. I mean, and, you know, building your life in order to get right. And I think that's that's a big positive thing that we can we can spread to the world here today. I think that's one thing that you can take with you today that it doesn't matter how down you get, you know, there's always going to be options. There's always going to be ways that you can figure something out, you know, but right. try try to do your best. What I've been telling everybody this year is that we're not getting down to what today, right? Twenty twenty one. We're staying up. Yeah, we're staying up. We're staying up. Right. And for the
1: people who you know never did drugs, that can't relate to this. You know, just take whatever you can um, from you know what I'm saying and just related to your life. Like, but it. I
2: mean, you could say that somebody that overspends. Right. Or say, there are different types of drugs. Right. There are different types of Cold drugs. Dependency. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That can that can hinder you. That can affect your life in multiple ways.
1: Right. So it could be spending spending too much money. It can be buying, you know, hoarding stuff. It could be it can be anything, you know, besides just, you know, um, substance um, and putting it in your body. Uh, for me, you know, like I wrote that book and I haven't put it out yet um, because, you know, another thing we do, you know, at my house is we take care of my, my wife's grandma. You know, she's 89 years old. We take care of her, you know, um... Was like the only ones you know like it's crazy because when you get sober you get a lot of responsibility <laughs> <laughs> well you should right you probably
2: take all the, on the responsibilities that you didn't have before right
1: yeah, yeah, yeah so you start doing a lot of responsibilities um so yeah if, like it, like all this stuff keep me busy i got a lot of people that call me they hit me up you know they want me to teach them about business you know what i mean right and i'm a uh, and i guess it's a thing that i can give people so they can take it with them you know you live every day you know um you know, trying to make sure that your family's straight, you know. You live every day just trying to make sure that, you know, you just have, you know, just some type of clothes on. You know, don't got to right. be name brand, just some type of clothes on. It's anything. And it's anything. And you wake up and you just, you know, you're like, you just like, I woke up today. You know, some people think, they yeah. higher power, you know, some people thank God. some people just like, oh, I woke up. I'm going to make sure I have a good day, productive day today. You know, get my workout, get my get my protein shake, you know. <laughs> right. Whatever <laughs> and, it is, that's and, for and it. Get my coffee you know? in me, you know. And so I guess I'm going to I want to tell people this like, you know, a lot of people don't like talking about the it, you know, they don't like talking about the uh. They 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 just want to they just want to make sure that they have the, the 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 overcome the uh. What I mean by that is like they don't want to talk about the stuff that's in the closet, you know what I'm saying? They don't right. Want, they don't want to talk about the stuff that really matter. I figure once you get the foundation good, it's maintenance after that, and working the program and executing it. I figure if it's don't if it's if it's not broken if it's not broken, don't try to change. Don't nothing. fix it. Right. Right. Yeah. So you can like maneuver around it, make things a little bit better. Like for example, like this t-shirt, I can be like, okay, I'm gonna change it to I'm gonna change it to black and red, you know, make the design a little bit more up. But everything really in life is just original. It's just doing the next right thing. You know what I mean? Doing the and next right thing. Correct. So I want to just tell everybody, just do the next right thing, whatever that is for you. You know what I'm saying? Whatever that is for you, you got to just do the next right thing. Take the, out of everything that I said. You only gonna remember three minutes of this whole conversation. Remember, <laughs> Maybe, do the next right. right thing. The next right thing, whatever that is for you, do it. You know what I mean? Um, and what I mean by that is basically in my situation, a lot of people hit me up, like I said, and they'd be like, you know, you doing them cozy bottom thing. Um, you know, you, uh, pushing a colon line for your daughter, you know, you're doing the dogs, you're doing, you know, you doing the, uh, the construction, uh, work for OTC construction. And a lot of people don't understand like OTC stands for only through Christ. So, um, oh, wow. Really? Yeah. So that's like, nice. Yep. So like OTC run at exotics, I do, uh, Pomeranians, Shih Tzus, uh, micro American bullies.
2: That's right. We haven't even talked about the dogs yet. Yeah. Right. Cause you do do dogs. But before we get out of here, tell me a little bit about the dog business. What, what draws you to that, and how would you get into that?
1: Okay, what draws me to the dog business is this. At first, I used to believe in um, adopt, don't shop. I mean, I used to believe in adopt, don't shop, meaning like don't go on and spend money on the dogs. Or there's there enough dogs in the world, you know what I mean? Right. And then when... When, when when I met Anaya, she went to be a veterinarian. So oh. I didn't want to use that as an excuse, like, oh, my daughter wants to be a vet, so I'm gonna start doing the dog. Hoo-hoo-hoo. So the first dog I bought only had one testicle, so I couldn't breed him. Rocky. So when I started learning, his Damn. name was Rocky, which is He's, this is, him right yeah. here. He was like,
3: and he was an amazing dog. He was the first dog we had. We had him yeah. once, since he was eight weeks. Yeah, wow. And he just started everything. He was our big-headed boy and. That's just how the company started off with the dogs.
1: Yep. And wow. Then, <laughs> yeah. And then so basically what ended up happening was this: in order to be, in order to not be a, a backyard breeder or like it, like pretending to like a like another company is like, you know, you got to make sure you license, insure, then buy right. and all that. Do it the right way. Do, Do
2: the make the next right move, like you were saying, right? The next right, right choice. Make <laughs> the next right choice.
1: So um, I had to be, I had to get a, become a licensed breeder. So once I did that, it kept me busy. So I'm like, okay, I ain't gonna have no time to. Go out and get high Because I'm busy I mean that sounds Like an excuse Like cliche But it's like true You know what I mean If I'm too busy Trying to help my daughter Too busy trying to And it's and I have my mom made up You know what I'm saying So when I started Doing the dog thing It wasn't more or less About the money It was more or less About Make setting a foundation difference. For her You know what I'm saying Also
3: making a difference
1: Yeah Wow So that's why I, I think, did the dogs I think
2: you guys Definitely did that I want to thank you guys again For coming through Appreciate To you. the uh <laughs> for me you know uh i want to have more dads on here and i want more people to go check out mcozy bottoms please the link is in the description here uh once again i want to thank you guys for joining us uh we're going to do oh we're going to do a hundred dollar giveaway here really quick i want to uh put in here that you guys do have the opportunity to get free promotion on our show Like, every week I run Facebook ads, or I try to if they don't get rejected, right? And uh, we promote this podcast to get it out to more people, to spread more knowledge about the businesses out here and the people out here trying to actually do things with uh, their lives, right? So by you liking and sharing and commenting and engaging with this, we can actually move the algorithm, just like they did with the stocks, and we can actually... Get to more people and reach more people to get your content out. There, you can also pay to have your work on the the Valley Podcast here as well, and everything's twenty five dollars, audio, video, and whatnot. But my interviews right now, I'm doing an introductory rate of only five dollars. And if you want to get in, you can send me five bucks to cash up right there at A Jones A Z. Uh, Demonte, I'm gonna let you go ahead and get into your giveaway here. For the hundred dollars and how you qualify for that.
1: All right, so you basically was supposed to uh, share this podcast, but I see it's only like a couple people watching this. So I'm just gonna have whoever watching this pick a number between one and a thousand and put the number at the bottom and then like, um, like at at tune. Uh, go so ahead. So why
2: don't we do this? Why don't we do this? If you were on the live stream and you tuned in, yep. we'll automatically enter you into the raffle for the $100. But let's do this. Let's give it a week because we like to give everybody the opportunity to enter the contest. We'll give it a week. Share this podcast to wherever to your mom, your sister, your cousin. Tell them about Makosi Bottoms. Tell them about DeMonte. And you'll have the opportunity to win $100. But don't forget to also like the Attune Facebook tape. How does that sound?
1: Yeah. So I already uh screenshot at the number that I picked between hey. one and a thousand already for today. Right now it's eight thirty one. So whoever watching this can remember I already screenshot it in my notes. And then uh just go ahead and if you watched it, go ahead and put the number at the bottom. Whoever got the closest to the number win a hundred dollars. Just send your Cash App or your 0 I'll send it to you. Hey, there we go. Yeah. Before we get out of here, I'm gonna let you get some shout outs here. Who do you want to shout out? Uh first and foremost I going to give a shout out to Anaya. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you None know, of this wouldn't be possible without my wife and the night, you know what I'm saying, believing in me. Uh, You know, I want to give a shout-out to my kids. I want to give a shout-out to my my beautiful wife, Nicole McCormick. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to my mom, my dad. Um I want to give a shout-out to De'Anthony Thomas. You know what I mean? He play, uh We're we looking for a team right now, Miss Manager. So we're looking for a team. Raiders, if you're watching this, the Raiders, hit us up. Because we need a tryout, for real. <laughs> nice. And Jamar. My, my inspiration is Jamar and Demarcus and Leroy and my three brothers. And um, I'm gonna give a shout out to Royce uh, and Rashad They're out in Ohio to my cousins, first cousins. You know what I mean. And then um, if you if you doing, I'm gonna give a shout out to this girl named Ray before we go. If you doing, if you wanna learn how to, uh, this is the last thing. If you wanna learn how to uh, trade, I'll be hosting a uh, event at the Ray and Jones Croc Center in the Monte Purpose Room coming up within a month. If you wanna learn how to trade, it's gonna be twenty five dollars to get into the event um and then um just stay tuned um like i said uh, the information to be on my facebook um and then that way that you can learn how to trade there's going to be uh, a lot of good information on learning how to do it how to get in the program of trading and all that stuff for bitcoin so
2: all right how about you anaya you got some shout outs
3: uh yeah i have a shout out to my two best friends kate kylie and um Giera, and probably all the schools i go to
2: all those schools, all right. Yeah, shout out to them. <laughs>
3: different different schools do different things. Helps. Awesome. Also, want to shout out to my brothers and sisters and my mom. Yeah.
2: Perfect, guys. Uh, I want to thank you again for coming to the Valley Podcast and everyone out there. I want to thank you for joining us. Uh, next week's going to be a little different. Uh, I will live stream. Well, I might not. I might pre-record. Uh, but I do have a the we did record recorded episode of above the noise before uh they took a quick hiatus here so i'm gonna have you that for you guys and we may do a watch party and watch that that live podcast is do you need to go viral to be successful on social media so it's a good debate i hope you tune in other than that guys uh that's it this is above the noise see you next weekend